Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. Oh, hey, money-making unicorns. I have a motherfucking present for you. Another unicorn treat. Um, I love having guests on because I've done two fucking years of no guests and so now bringing people on, it's like a fucking snack. You get a little unicorn cookie and it comes in the form of motherfucking Casey Ship. If you guys don't know who this bitch is, like seriously, where, you, you live under a fucking rock. <laughs> Casey, it's so great to have you here. Um, who the fuck are you and why the fuck should they listen to you? Tell us all the things. God, I love you, Nicole. <laughs> You're such, you are such a gift. So I'm Casey. Uh, solstice of Nicole's and I help women like Nicole help high performance women get healthy, lose weight by balancing their hormones. That's like the clickbaity, you know, version of it. But really <laughs> that's, that's the clickbait version. That's how we lure the bitches in pretty much. Cause everybody wants to be hot. Everybody, you know, wants to be healthy and all that. And everybody's been to the functional medicine doctors. Everybody's been to the docs. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? There's still something there that, that's not uncovered. And so we, we expose that through magic. If you guys don't know, Casey has helped me with my fucking hormones to balance all this shit out, um, lose some fucking weight, but also to get rid of my fucking migraines. Like, I haven't had a migraine since we started working together. I just want you to know that. Okay. I haven't had a migraine. Um, and I've lost 10 pounds. Like, I've lost 10 pounds, but no cardio, all weights, right? All fucking weights. Um, and doing all the mindset work obviously is fucking important. And, you know, it's something that I think that like as mindset coaches, we kind of get into this thing where it's like, well, I just do my own mindset. Like that's good and everything. And you should do your own fucking program. Right. But also you should do other people's mindset work too, because it's going to activate you in a different way than you're going to activate your fucking self. Yeah, totally. Like I have something, you know, you teach me things, you know, I mean, it's just, we're ignorant to say that, oh no, no, I've already done that. Like it's, it's just ignorant. Yeah. Fucking, I've already done the mindset work. Like, no, bitch, no. You would be there and have done that, bitch, if you had done that. She's got codes. Like, Nicole has codes. I have codes. We all have these frequencies and codes. And, like, why wouldn't you want to work with everybody and just mesh so that we can keep doing our job, you know? Yeah. I mean, as long as you're working with people who have the fucking results that you want and got them in a way that energetically aligns with you, that shit is fucking fire. So, case case, case, case. You guys, if you guys don't know, we also met inside of another program. So we're actually like colleague, like program colleagues, which is always so fucking interesting um, because we met in like bro marketing land. And it's funny because neither one of us are bro marketers. <laughs> Bitch, what were you doing in, in bro marketing land? Why were you over there? <laughs> oh God. Well, it's, um, that's where I come from. Like that's mm -hmm. the whole story of me and hot moms and being in burnout is I was trying to do the bro shit, you know? In 2012, I came into the, I had this awakening, well, earlier than 2012. I've always known I was different, but 2012, I really started coming into like shamanism and found myself doing all these journey meditations. I'm like, what the fuck? I was talking to like dead people and I found somebody. I was like, what is wrong with me? I mean, to be committed or like what? And he goes, oh no, you're this, this, and that. And I kind of learned about it, but still, it seemed very, you know, feminine. I was like, oh, fuck that shit. Where's the money? Like, I'm ready to make fucking money. I'm ready to go, go, go. And so I got into fitness. I thought that was going to bring me all this shit. Anyway, one thing led to another and struggled my ass off, did the click funnel game and fuck. And then I found Dan, you know, after he found his ad and he just said all the right things. He's great at marketing. Listen, I'll give it to a motherfucker channel some marketing. He's a great salesman, great marketing. And it was just all the pain points I was having, like um, just all the pain points I was having. I had the product, but the sales weren't there. And I had great results with them just implementing the first few things. I think, what was it? Whiteboard webinar, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was great. He just gave me a system and it worked. And so I just stayed with him and I was like, all right, I realized I was having a trouble, trouble with messaging. Wish I'd have found you then. Wouldn't that have been fucking cool? Uh, <laughs> messaging. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm so appreciative for Dan, like n- no shade thrown here. It's just like you said, it's bro versus uh, feminine. And, you know, God, I'm just glad I'm out of it. But anyway, that's how I found him. I was just in the bro world. He's very in the bro world. And um, I think, Nicole, if I would have stayed there, uh, it, it was running. It was bad. Like, sure, we hit 250K months or whatever, but I was barely, I didn't feel like I was making a lot of that. And I was yeah. just, it was, you, there, it's the grind. Like, it's disguised, but it's still a fucking grind. Everybody's still comparing numbers to numbers. They're in it. They're looking at the, the shit. Like, and I just, I don't know. Like you said, it doesn't align anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm never going to talk shit about the fucking foundations, right? Like, I mean, Dan gave me everything that I needed to be good at conversational sales. I learned that shit from Dan and that, like, you know, a lot of people in my audience are kind of of that woo context, right? And, like, they're like, what? Like, what do you mean you, like, we're working in bro marketing land? It's like, you guys, like, you don't understand. Like, the shit they do, it works. And once you can Mm -hmm. understand why it works, then you can make it your own. Right. But it's like, if you don't understand why it works, you haven't actually applied it yourself, then you shouldn't be fucking talking shit about it because those motherfuckers are making some money, dude. Like they're making some fucking money. They're kicking ass and they're taking names. You know, it's just that they do it in a different way than we do. And I learned my foundations. Like the reason why I'm good at messaging is because of Dan. That is what got me good at that shit. Like, you know, when I first joined DMC, right, it was sold out courses back then. When I joined sold out courses, I went in there and I watched all fucking like 90 hours of Dan's coaching calls where he was ripping people's messaging to shreds and redoing them. And that the is best. how I got good at messaging because he's hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny. He's so funny. Those fucking coaching calls like that's that I live for those. He's so funny. And I think that's what connected me too, because, okay, I, you know, the Russell Brunson's yeah, <clears throat> and all yeah, that yeah. shit, they don't, they don't cuss. They're not funny. They're not funny. They don't cuss. It seemed really fake to me. And I'm like, oh, it feels like when people go into um, singers, like, you know, they, they grow out, they grow out of these bars and then they get at their first deal and then they start sounding like Hollywood. And you're like, where the fuck did you go? I feel like that's what a lot of happened. But Dan, I don't know. He just stayed. He had this. I think thing. he went out of it and like started acting right. And then he was like, fuck this shit. Right. And then he like went back into it. He's like, I'm going to fucking do what I want. Right. Like, I like that about Dan. Like, I like the rogueness in him. And I also mm-hmm. like that, like, we, you know, we were in these rooms together. And you guys, I want you to know, like, Casey and I were in the room together. Like, this was not virtual shit. Like, we were sitting next to each other. Casey taught me how to eat baby food. Look at it. <laughs> the important things in life. I mean. <laughs> uh, we sat next to each other and, like, listened to this shit. And what I love about Dan is, like, Dan didn't take any shit. You know, like people would come in there and was like, oh, I can't get clients. He's like, no, fuck you. Like, you're not doing the fucking modules. You're not doing the fucking work. And, like, he was so brash about that shit like I love that I love a fucking coach that's not gonna fucking coddle and is not gonna treat you like a baby while you're sitting there saying I want to make a million dollars a month but I'm a baby like he didn't put up with any of that shit and that to me was so like breath of fresh air like he just he didn't he doesn't let people ask stupid fucking questions and I wouldn't have been ready for him Nicole three years before I met him because I was still in my shit like you know everything meant something I was like the victim and like I couldn't have handled him then but this time is totally different. Like I saw everything he said out of a place of uh, love and to get results. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I never felt like, I mean, I felt like Dan didn't know what the fuck I sold for like six months, but like, 
<laughs> but, um, you know, like I never felt that feeling where he like didn't want me to get results. Like everything that he told me was like really brash and really honest. And like, because he didn't want to see me fucking lose. Right. And so like, he wasn't going to sugarcoat it. He wasn't going to coddle me. And, you know, I think that there was something so poignant about being a woman in that room because not very many women can be in that room. Not very many oh, women because- can be talked to like that. Well, Dan still has stuff to work through with females. And I think he would, I think he would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. You know, he, he um, but I, I liked had it. A, <laughs> he well, met me know, where me, I'm at in my trauma pattern, right? <laughs> right, that, that, right. Me and you both, we, um, we attracted, like, there was a belief once long ago that men weren't safe and men were this and this and that and womanizers. And Dan had some of that, but we've, we had obviously healed enough of our shit to receive the good. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of women could, I think a lot of women would go running for the Hills, terrified of Dan and like, Oh, he's too, he's too much. Like Dan's not too much. Like Dan is just the right amount of Dan. If you're the kind of person that can fucking receive that, he has a brilliant fucking mind. And I love that there's other women that could fucking see that. And that's, that's why I loved you so much. Like in that fucking thing, I was like, this bitch is not scared of him. Like I like that shit. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I saw him as like this little angry boy that, yeah yeah absolutely because we were the same age and i remember um just being with him and i go listen just channel marketing like i just wanted to channel market because i feel like he does and i don't even know if he yes. knows his voice changes too yes he does you can hear it and in the ads you can and you can hear <laughs> talking and everything i'm like you're totally like channeling right now you don't even know it is cool <laughs> Yeah, and he's totally like oblivious to it. He doesn't know at all. It's so hates cute. it. It's so he, cute. <laughs> he hates it. He'd go. I remember when he said Nicole. He goes, "Oh God, you just just Casey, just say you're gonna teach them how to fucking blow uni- unicorns out their ass and talk about chakras and they'll throw ten grand at you." I'm like, and they make fun of us. They're like, they make fun of women like us. Like literally, they make fun of us. Yeah, I mean, he was always fucking talking shit, but I loved it. I love that fucking honesty. And like, there's so much like integrity in the fact that he could just be raw and real. And I learned so much about fucking coaching from him. It was like insane, you know? So it's cool to like have that kind of, you know, that origin story for us to like get to grow up in this, this kind of bro marketing world and then transition into what we're doing. I fucking I love that. About you us. know what I liked about his coaching? You brought something up. Uh, you know how he'd run his coaching calls and I, I do this with my people. He'd say, what's the problem? And then ask you another thing. And he wouldn't get off and like, he goes, that's not a problem. You're telling me how you feel and what you think. Like, what's the <laughs> fucking problem? That's my favorite thing I learned from him. You know, I, I put in a system inside of my program that I make them, I make them do the diagnostic, right? So they have to bring me two symptoms and a question, <clears throat> like the Love fucking it. triage system, because like, I don't want to, he- like, I don't need a fucking four hour backstory. Like there's fucking 30 people on the fucking call, like chop, chop, right? Like two symptoms and a fucking question because you don't need to do that. Like seen and heard is not for this, right? Like you need to be right. seen and heard by yourself, not by your fucking coaching container. So, and you can use it anywhere. That is a skill. You can use it at the fucking yeah. grocery store at a, at, a, at a hotel. It's a skill set you can take anywhere. So true. I love that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in your life right now. Cause you're making some big moves. You're making some big transitions. Things are changing up a little bit. Tell me about that transformational energy. How's I mean, I, I cried today in the car you know? <laughs> um, because there's a thing called uh, like home. It's a syndrome. I don't know. Whatever. They got labels for everything, but it's when you get homesick. It's like when you just move somewhere, culture shock. That's what it's, yeah. it's culture shock. 
you know, where um, I tried a new pole class out today and I chose like advanced. I didn't see that. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, just every little thing, you know, you realize you're off your normal flow, which is fine. Your feminine really gets tested. But I just sat there and in Florida, South Florida, it's always fucking hot. Like I'm a lizard. Like it needs to be really hot. You know how it's hot there. Here in Laguna, it's not, but it's absolutely gorgeous. I've always wanted to be here my whole life in Southern California. So I don't want to go back there, but I'm in this transition of there's frustration, there's sadness, there's grief because you have to give, you know, you have to kind of let go of stuff to get the new. So I'm just going through all that right now, being a human and stuff. Um, and uh, what else? We were doing plant medicine retreats and that didn't fucking, it's not that it didn't go well. It's just that I wasn't supposed to be doing that. I, now I send people to my shaman if they need like plant medicine and then yeah. I'm just doing more um, integration work. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge thing off my shoulders. But other than that, I'm just getting settled into a new place. We've been here for two weeks. It's been fucking wild, man. We lived in, I think, six houses within two and a half months with my kids and two dogs and while we're doing all this stuff and scaling. Like we had, we, we fucking fucked some shit up with our business, revamped my whole system, my, my business and systems. And it's beautiful, aligned, as Nicole would say. We did a lot of shit the past three months. Bitch is tired. Like, well, I'm going through a lot in a beautiful way. Like I'm going through another um, uh, transition, metamorphosis, whatever I think. And and I've created a new program. Like it's a new feminine program has nothing to do with fitness and it's who I was always supposed to be and do and all this. And it's really, really cool. I love that for you that you can have that transitionary thing because it's like, it's the growth, right? It's fucking limitless and all that. And I love that you're able to just keep the shit rolling, even though you're moving, like even though you're going through all the shit, like so many people make this excuse, right? Where it's like, oh, I can't make money because like, I can't run my business because like this is happening, that's changing. And like, that shit's just not true. It's masculine, it's wounded ass masculine. That's all it is. It's just wounded shit, man. You gotta get in that feminine where you're just like. Flow, bitch. Uh, it's flow, <laughs> it's, it's flow, it's trust. Yeah, and theory does, man. <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea that, you know, now that we have this fucking skill set, right? Now that we have our audiences, now we have our skill set, we have our fucking sales systems, we've got our team, we got all the shit. And now it's like we can live our lives in whatever throws at us in this capacity of, of flow and we can still make money, we can still help people, we can still serve no matter what the fuck is going on. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool that you're teaching women that, you know, so powerful. And that's why I wanted you to be on my podcast. So thanks for letting me use this because you help women like us build their businesses. Like, I mean, you are a marketing coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something where like, I didn't know that that's what I was like in that, in that space. And like, I mean, I've worked in so many different, so many different capacities in the service industry, right? Like, you know, doing the bartender thing, doing the consulting thing, and like finally to find something that like just clicks and like fits in. It's like, I'm just taking people who have an existing fucking skill set, right? And then quarter turning that shit to the left and actually making it make money and then teaching them how to fucking build that flow. I mean, because it doesn't have to be like grow marketing land. It doesn't have to be this way or that way. You can you can build this shit however the fuck you want and make yeah. millions like and to know that that's possible. Like, now you can. I wish I would have known the shit 10 years ago. <laughs> you, you're going to have to get on that vibe. Uh, what's his name? It's got that. Where's the nose? thing and he talks sales all the time hormozy oh yeah where he where he charges money for getting people started like you would be like a record label person (laughs) or you make a little bit when you help them get going yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. but no i'm with you because this new offer it has nothing to do with fitness and nutrition i'm like oh my god what am i gonna do 
go right back to what we know, you know, it's found just the foundations. And because of that, it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, when you're yeah. living your result, right. When you're actually living the results that you sell, like it, it doesn't like, you know, how people say that it's like, Oh, like do something you love. And like, you'll, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Like, yeah. Okay. Whatever, bitch. But like, it's like really the context of like, when you're living the results that you sell, like just your life is your marketing. That's right. Pretty much. Yeah. Who said, what, uh, like what kind of women is in your thing? Like, what do they do? Well, what, or is it all? I mean, I started, I actually started this for my mom. I don't know if I told you that, but like, I started this whole thing for my mom. That's why I joined DMC because my mom is a Tantra expert. Like she's very high ranking in the Tantra world, right? Like she's a fucking badass, right? And she wanted to start moving things online. It was actually before, like right before COVID had hit, but because my uncle, her little brother has Down syndrome. And so he's, mm. his health is declining and she's his caregiver. And so health is declining and she hasn't been able to travel that much. And so she was like, how can we move this online? And I was like, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. And that's how I found dance course. And so I bought it to build an on sold out courses. I bought it to build an online course for my mom. And so it turned into this thing where I started working with people who were of similar ilk, right? Like bitches that really are good at what they do, but wanted to build a secondary revenue stream online. And so that's how it got started. And now it's like, I mean, now it's turned into a lot of like coaches, coaching coaches, like that kind of shit. Um, but also like, I have a lot of like really high performance, like professionals that are, you know, quarter turning to the left and adding another fucking revenue stream. Nice. Yeah. This is so helpful because we needed somebody to send our, our gals. Cause right now, I mean, I'll send them to Dan and I'll send them to John Whiting sometimes, but we needed, I need a girl. And like Cat Ruth is great. She doesn't give a lot of the systems though, like you do. And we need oh, that. Yeah. No, we do a lot of systemization. I mean, for me, like I get the whole, like, I get the whole, like, let's just sit down and manifest clients, like whatever. Like I get it. I understand that like, that's a thing for some people, but like for the, from the majority of people, like they're not like living like wild feral creatures in the fucking forest. Like they need something that's sustainable that is going to create some consistent revenue for their families that, that they can still be a fucking mom, right? They can still be a mom right. and like have that kind of thing. And so putting the systemization in place creates consistency in the balance, um, yeah. but also allows you to scale without like wrecking your life. Right. It's like you can scale right. without fucking working 90 hours a week. Oh my God. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Fuck that. What are your women? I'm curious. What are they? You said they wanted to know about Dan. What else did they want to know? Did you ask them? What they, what they wanted to <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like this thing, like they're always kind of asking because most of them have like never experienced bro marketing land. Right. And they're like, scared of it right like, like i'm not going over there um but i think that like the the most common questions i get of this like well one was like how like how how did you put up with that like how did you deal with it right which i didn't think was that bad um but i think that they want to know like who he is on the inside and like also like what kind of people are in those programs that are like them you know because i think we have a lot to learn from bro marketing land and i think that staying in the woo context and never crossing over isn't a good thing just like i think for bro marketers they should come over and take our fucking courses, right? Like, Agreed. listen to me. If you are a bro marketing lur marketer lurking in our fucking audiences right now, you should be taking courses from us because here's oh. the thing. We know how to sell the women and you fucking and don't. Thank you. I had a guy from bro marketing world. He sent me, he just sends me 5k to be in my program because they think that, you know this, Nicole, they look at us and they think that there's this one thing we're doing that they're not. Okay? <laughs> and it is, it's having and a vagina. <laughs> 
it's that blue shit and um that he gets in and i tell him i'm like listen and i have that conversation because they're asking me all that shit and i'm like i'm giving them basic stuff about selling to women and how we like this and that and he goes wow who'd you learn that from i'm like i'm a woman <laughs> I like, you know what i mean like i know how i like to shop and how i like to buy so i you're totally right yeah. yeah, mark my words, because I will do this one day. And actually, Dan was like, I'd buy that, right? Like, I told him, I was like, I'm going to develop a course that is specifically for bro marketers. Because, I mean, dirty little secret, I love a bro marketer, right? Like, I like to talk Me to too. them. I like to kind of fuck with them a little bit. Like, they're like bar yeah. regulars, right? Like, I like to fuck them up a little bit. And so uh, I, I love all those guys. Like, they're like little brother contacts for me. So I'm going to build a course that is for bro marketers that teaches bro marketers how to activate and sell their their courses specifically to fucking women because they don't know they're selling this shit to men and good for them because men are 80 percent of the fucking market right but that 20 percent can push you over the edge and create create massive competitive edge inside of your fucking program if you know how to speak to women totally and some of the men need their feminine needs to be activated because yeah, yeah, we yeah. all have feminine masculine inside of us so let's go um and then i know cole gordon now I work with him as well. And he's one of the few that I've found that has a little bit of that feminine in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm impressed with him, like his whole team. I'm like, okay, y'all fucking with it a little bit, you know, he got something there. But um, out of all the bro people, Cole has felt like the most balanced, mm -hmm. I would say. But he does a lot of bro shit. But yeah, Dan, I'm with, I'm with Nicole. It's uh, foundational shit. You have to have enough of your stuff um, cleared, I guess, to where you're not you can see, you can take the meat and leave the bones. Yeah. No, you yeah. have to, you have to be at that level. You have like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in bro marketing land if you can't process your own emotional distress, like being able to process yeah. your own emotions and soothe and emotionally regulate, and then go into bro marketing land with the intention of like, you know, working on your shit. Right. And like, act, let those activations flow through straight through your bitch ass. Right. Like let yeah. the activations flow through and then learn what's underneath it because they teach foundations. If you can get past the bullshit, their foundational strategies are solid. And they're not, they're not like, um, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of the female stuff and the woo stuff is very flighty, like very trendy, right? Like what oh, bro yes. marketing is teaching you is not fucking trendy. Like it's, it's hmm. not trendy shit. It's what's going to work for forever. It's support. That's what masculine is. It's, it's a support and security. FYI. That's what masculine energy is. Yeah confident you know secure supportive people just think whatever but yeah i'm with you i'm so with you on that um there was something else that i was going to say about dan and being in the program but it'll come back to me yeah i mean i think that being in there i mean it just gave me a perspective that like i like i will forever use i will use everything that i learned in that in that you know year and a half that i spent with him for forever oh, okay i know what it was and yes same here um, it is when I remember I was into this where when you work with people, I don't know if you've ever done this, you almost like if I was going to work with you, I'm, I'm putting you on this pedestal. And then the second that you say something that's like, say you're voting for somebody that's different than me or your religious <laughs> views are different than mine yeah. or you fucking use a different tampon and then I'm going to judge you. And then I like fall out of love with you. Like I can't learn from you anymore because you're not just like me. I had to really deal with that shit long ago. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, no, 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 you're you're paying Nicole or Dan or whoever, Casey, for that just thing that they're teaching right here. You're not buying into what they fuck it, to toilet paper brand they use and shirts they go to. <laughs> you know what I mean? But people yeah. do that. They, no, they, they like do. romanticize. What is that called? I don't know. Fucking being like, it's like 
it's like the whole thing of like, this person is your deity. It's your guru. It's like, the, it, this person has to be everything to you. And that's fucking insane. Dan gave me permission. I, I don't know if you had joined yet. It might've been like one of your first weeks or so when you came in, but like I was talking to him and he had told me something so fucking important that changed my whole fucking life. He said, Nicole, they don't have to fucking like you to buy from you. And it yeah. gave me the permission to just be myself. Like some people are not going to fucking like me, but you cannot deny the fact that I made a million dollars in my first fucking 13 months. Like you may not like the shit that's coming out of my mouth, but it's the fucking truth. Right. Like, right. and so some people are not going to like me and like, that's okay. Like you can still make fucking millions of dollars and change millions of people's fucking lives. Even if people don't fucking like you. And like, I needed to hear that at that point in my like journey, mm -hmm. I needed to hear that so much. And like, I remember sitting there being like, God, like the thought never fucking occurred to me because my whole life I've been sitting here trying to fucking make people like me. Turns out I'm not that fucking likable. <laughs> same, same here, same here to most people, but fuck it, man. You know, to the ones that, to the ones that like us, you know, what really um, helped me a lot was sitting at the table with you and others. And I remember, let's see how it was. Um, Cause I remember eating a gummy like that night or the night after and having this huge breakthrough. Oh, I was so caught up, Nicole. My ego was so tripped up, like wanting them to see, like women coming in or hormones. And they're like, well, I don't need anything else. I'm already good here. I just need the hormones. I'm like, you stupid bitch. You're, <laughs> you're telling me that you can't use more money and you don't want to clear the reason why you have a hormonal issue. You just want to get on like that and just like surface level shit. You don't want to go to the root and like clear it out and all this. I was trying to make them see the shit, but you, you said this, Dan said this, and it hit me. I think I received it more when you said it. Um, you're just kind of like, you got to sell them what they want. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person. Um, because I would see Dan and all of them, I'm not going to lie. I, there's still an aspect of me that I really have to slow down because I'm like, they're just selling. They really yeah. don't care, you know, but with you, because you're a woman, isn't that crazy? Which there's is some not bitches true. that don't care too. <laughs> I know there's a lot of women that don't care yeah. a lot, but you know, it's just something the way you said it was so genuine. You're like, yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person. You're not sleazy. Just sell them what they want, give them what they need. And then I thought, oh my gummy, man. The, the, the Superman guy came in. What's his name? Clark Kent or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he dresses like an everyday person. Okay. He has to, or else he wouldn't know how to be Superman. I'm like, bitch, be like that. No, you know? that's exactly it. Like we have this thing inside of us because we care and because we give a fuck and like all this shit where we want to sell people what they need. Right. And I think this is a very female trait in general. It's like, it's a nurture component, right? It's like, I'm going to give you exactly what you need to like, get what you need, right? Like to, to get what you want and like all this stuff. And we have it backwards, right? We cannot sell people what they need. We have to sell them what they want and then deliver what they need inside of the program. And like understanding that selling them on what they think is the solution is ultimately what gets them the fucking result. You got to speak read. their fucking language. That's it. That's the key right there. If everybody could just rewind, that's the key right there. I always tell my fucking clients, right? Where I'm like, once they're on the inside, right? Once they're inside of the fucking program, once they're in there, they've already paid, they're already in, they're already modules deep, right? They're already kind of hating me because I keep telling them shit they don't want to hear, right? I tell them, I said, look, I want you to understand when you bought this program, you bought you know, nonstop notifications. It's a unicorn client attraction program using energetically aligned social selling without the struggle of cold outreach. That's what you fucking bought. Okay. You bought unicorn clients because that's what you want. 
But really, to be honest, this program is a self-assurance program. I teach you how to believe in the thoughts that are coming into your head. I teach you to believe in that fucking inner voice. I teach you to let go of your self-doubt and fucking be self-assured. But if I got up on a fucking stage and I said, hey, I'm selling a $10,000 self-assurance program, you would tell me to go fuck myself because you would say, I've already need, done that. I don't I've need self-assurance. Self I already have that. <laughs> Bitch, if you already had self-assurance, you'd be making millions. This is it. This is the, this is why, why I had to go in and clear some frustration today because we've had a couple of those, but I had a lot of frustration. So it would just be a mirrored back to me. Fuck. But, um, right. Don't you just love when that happens? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, when the clients wouldn't do certain things, I'm like, well, bitch, what are you not doing? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> when you do that, all your clients do it. Yeah. 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 So, hey, okay, so tell me this. Can I ask you a question now? Yeah, yeah, ask me. All right, so we do a lot on nervous system regulation. We, we used to say trauma release, whatever, but that was such a big word. We just said nervous system regulation. Okay, money. Money has a lot to do because it's an energy. It's a big energy. You know, a lot of money is a big energy. And you came into a lot of money quickly and you still have, I mean, you still maintained it. So tell us some of the things from, because you didn't come from money. You didn't come from millionaires, did you? No. All right. Tell us a little bit of the things that went through your mind. Like, um, how did you settle in and feel safe to receive and have and multiply that money versus like, oh my God you know, sabotaging yourself or spending all of it and then being back in the fucking hole. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did you feel safe with more and more money? Yeah, money was interesting for me because, I mean, I came from bartender land. So like, I have a very intimate relationship with money because I touch so much of it, right? Like think about like counting down banks, right? Like counting down banks all the fucking time, um, rolling that shit up and snorting cocaine through it, right? Like, <laughs> Have a very intimate relationship with money like i touch a lot of money right and so coming into this it was very interesting to like one have the first like big pull right it's like i came in I, my first launch was twenty two thousand dollars and i mean at the time that was life changing to, to life changing three days a three-day workshop and make twenty two thousand dollars cash collected like like two months before that, I was a bartender, right? Like, I mean, like it was life-changing. And then six weeks after that, do it again and do a $60,000 launch. Like, I mean, it it blew what? my mind, right? It blew my mind and I was like crying and like not, you know, like all the things. And then you have to deal with like, you talk about the money online and then everyone comes after you, right? Like it was like the vultures, like circling. I mean, we had people, I had people messaging me telling me like, how dare you, right? Like, first of all, how dare you, right? Like, how dare you talk about money online like this? You're lying. What pyramid scheme are you in? And then I had people sending me messages like my daughter needs a kidney transplant. Like, I mean, there was so much that got activated so fast that it was like, I mean, the tube was just open and it was like, oh my God, it was so, it was so painful, so fast. Oh, but I, for me, like it became this thing of like, the reason why I was afraid to have money was because I didn't feel like I was smart with money because I let my fucking ex-boyfriend steal my identity and I let him fucking ransack my finances. So I didn't feel like I was smart with money. And like, he had actually told me a lot of those stories because he was a smart cookie too, right? He was, he was, if that motherfucker opened a course he would make billions like he was so good at that shit but he just used it for nefarious things right so yeah. it was like this thing inside of me that i was telling myself a story that i wasn't smart with money 
And so I needed to get smart with money in order to feel safe. And so I took the first, my first six figure month, I made $125,000 in November, 2020, right? And I took that $100,000 and I went and I bought, it was the down payment for 13 properties. And so like I had the experience of like investing, right? And it was scary and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I had some help, right? I had some, I had some financial advisors kind of like hold my hand through this. And so we went through the process and like becoming smart with money and like letting go of that identity that I was like a little girl and that I couldn't manage my money. The logic piece is what held that first cornerstone of the frequency is that I made a very smart investment. Those in 16 months, those prop, those 13 properties made me $800,000. Right. And that's not money that I count in my like coaching journey. Right. Like that's extra money. Right. And so like I got smarter with money and that made me feel because it's about the feeling. It's not about the logic. Right. It made me feel like the person. It made me feel capable. And so in that capability, I started to understand. And so now I just learn a little bit about money. Like every time I, you know, it's like once a month, I like, like I'll, I'll take some stupid class online or I'll like listen to a podcast about like investing. I mean, shit that I'm probably never going to do, but it's like, it's still just like it's financial literacy that Mm -hmm. made me feel like I could talk in the right rooms with the right people. And so then we're in this circle and sitting there with people who are making millions of dollars. I can keep up with their conversations kind of about like crypto. I can keep up with their conversations about real estate investment. Like I know what's going on. And so I feel like the person. Ah, that's so fucking good. So many nuggets. And that goes back to the thing of, um, you know, we all sit there and do the, well, you know, you don't feel good enough and it's because of this and there's, and you need to do a lot of that. Listen, I'm not saying bypass that shit, do a lot of it. However, a lot of us don't feel good enough because we're not. And you say, okay, what would make you feel good enough? And you, what I'm hearing is it was financial literacy. What would make me feel good enough is to invest and make money on that. Now I feel capable. You got to take those actions. Like, and that's where that masculine comes in. Right. And the masculine comes in as the support is to say, what, how could I use my masculine energy right now to support my feminine feelings? Because my feeling is I don't feel capable. Right. And so I have this feeling if I can take the masculine and support that, then I've got, I've got both energies flowing and working together. Yeah. That's what I'm working through right now is that's why I wanted to talk to women specifically that made over like three, 400 a month consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's a different, it's a frequency. Don't you feel that it's a different energy in the, well, you know, below hundred K. Yeah. It's almost like the 200,000, like a year it's there's ceilings. It's almost like, okay, hundred K months is a different energy than 70 K months, a different energy than 250 K months. And I haven't made 300 yet, so I couldn't tell you, but, um, there's an aspect in me as well. I can feel, as you know, as a channel, I'm getting all these like high numbers, man. I'm talking high numbers. And it's something in me is like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? And then I'm like, all right, we're going to do energetic budgets. And we're going to put it here. And it goes back to the investing and stuff so that we feel like, okay, we're safe. We're good. Yeah. I think that having something to do with the money is really helpful. Like um, there was also that, like, I mean, stories get running in your head where you're like, I don't need this much money, right? Like, what am I even going to do with it? Like, I'm not going to buy purses. Like, I don't care. Right. Like it's like, so you don't have anything to do with it. So then it's like, why do I need it? And so I think that like, that was really challenging for me because I, I mean, I have more money than I could ever know what to fucking do with like that way. Right. Like, I mean, I have, I'm, I'm have the house. Like I, I have my dream fucking house. I drive a fucking Bentley. Like my kids have, everything right i mean like this i'm still wearing sweatshirts that i bought in high school 
<laughs> you know, yeah. um, like I don't want things. So why do I need money? And I think that that's where it's really important to like flip the switch that, you know, in the beginning, we have to teach ourselves that money is energy so that we can make money and like treat it that way. But then in the middle, money becomes money. It becomes very solid. But I think yeah. as you ascend and, you know, above above six figure months, multi six figure months, you're climbing into that space of like collapsing time. Right. Like mm -hmm. I just made three hundred eight thousand dollars in the last three weeks. Right. Like so yes. as that time collapses and you start to feel it money transfers away from money and it turns back into energy right and it's like it sounds silly to say like i don't need energy right yeah i could see where that would sound silly but when you have enough it's like well it's just more than enough you have more than enough if you choose maybe well when you have more energy you can do more good things with it right and so like i tell oh, myself yeah. the story too that money in the hands of good people does good things right period and so when you have that story running it's like okay i know i have good hands right like i have good hands i do good things with my money i support other people with my money i help people with my money and so it's not even the fact of like i need to make it for me it's that if i'm not making the money someone else is yeah and they yeah i understand that 100 god almighty we need women like us for sure with a fuck ton of money Mm -hmm. good-hearted women i mean we're the ones that can um for me change the world peace i mean that's what that's what women want deep at their core is peace more love da, 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 da. you know what i mean i love that i love that yeah. no that's that was a great thing i think did i have any more questions for you in the nervous system around money um now what is daniel does he how does the work thing go with the two of you what does he do yeah i mean the relationship thing is so fucking interesting right um you know it's okay, I met him before the money. And I think that women that meet him after the money have a very different story from this, right? Whether it's like us where we met the men first and then we built, right? So much of what happens in the money is like a reflection of our relationship, you know, of like that support. I mean, obviously the masculine to feminine dynamics, but also like me being my masculine and him being in his feminine, right? Like that, that dynamic switching back and forth. Um, for me, Daniel has been really supportive. And because I know, you know, when we work with all these women, we see men who are not supportive, Like We see yeah. husbands that suck. We see husbands that like literally sabotage their wives' businesses. Like that happens huh? all the fucking time. Right. They let it though. We got to teach do. them. They, yeah. they do. They let, they let this happen. They choose these partners. Right. And then it's like, it's a sabotage pattern. We're like, well then I can't make money because my husband's just going to take it and blow it anyway. And that shit does happen. I definitely have had clients. Happen like, to me. They would make money and then their husband would just fucking buy a boat. <laughs> right? Like I want to enter. I want to say something that happened to me and it just comes from a belief that um, if you're not safe with money because people take it, it goes back to people taking your money and somebody's going to take your money when you get it and you can fucking clear that shit. Yeah. I mean, we had this, Daniel and I had this thing too, because like we were making all this money and his family, they are takers. Right. And so, and I told him, I said, I don't care if they are takers, you are not going to give it to them. <laughs> right. Like this is a decision. Like they, they don't have access to our bank account. Right. Like it's and, a no. Yeah. yeah. Like no, like no more money. Like we're not going to just give, I mean, and I had to do this with my family and friends too. Right. Where it's like, you have to set those energetic boundaries. Like, look, I am happy to help you to help yourself to make more money. And I will give you a friends and family discount to come into my program. If you are my fucking sister, cool. Right. If you are my cousin, I will fucking hook you up, whatever, but I'm not going to hand you money. 
because you're not you're enabling them now you're yes, toxic i'm part of the problem if i start doing that shit right absolutely and you're, you're telling them energetically that you're not capable right and like so, that and that's the same thing with your spouse right is like is holding yourself to a certain level of standard so that you know they can see that modeled for them and they can understand that i mean i think with daniel like he came from nine to five lamps like he had a smart job like a good like a good boy job right like he worked for the state he was um he's he's a water engineer and so he had like a state job you know and he quit he cashed out his 401k like i mean it was like done and then he moved when he moved to be with me he moved states right and he had this thing in his head where he was like I'm going to go work for the state here. And I was like, no, you're not. It was like, because that, that will tear us apart. Like you can't work a nine to five where you have to ask permission to go on vacation. Like that's not going to work for us, you know? And mm -hmm. so like he decided, he, you know, we decided like he was going to get his licensing and then open his own firm. Right. And so it was really hard for him in the beginning. Like it was a lot of struggle and a lot of fucking shit not working and, you know, me floating everything and like all that kind of shit in the beginning. But now mm -hmm. he turned the corner. Right. And so we're kind of on like, like opposite sides. Like if that makes sense, you know, it was like, he goes yeah. forward and then like slingshots me and then like slingshot, like we slingshot each other back and forth. He partnered with a fucking billionaire, right? He partnered nice. with a billionaire. They are like full speed ahead. They just bought like, I don't know, like fucking $5 million worth of equipment, like all these tractors and shit that I don't care about, but he's always telling me about all the different kinds of tractors. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that one looks like a long neck. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> right. So he bought all this fucking equipment. They're, they're doing all these developments together. And so he's really getting into the, like the stretch of the money mindset stuff, um, which is really helpful. Like it's helpful to have a partner that like plays that game too. Um, he doesn't play it the same and he's at a different pace than we are, but it's still, it's amazing to like watch it happen and like unfold. Yeah. And I know that like having him come, like it's so, so interesting to have like Skip in the room and then Daniel in the room and they're yeah. like their perceptions of like the coaching industry, fucking gold to have like that outside perspective. Oh, I bet. Cause it's like means nothing. Does it like Skip kind of sees it as he, he checks some things out, blah, 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 but then he sees like, this is all just like silly, you know, some, some of it, he thinks it's just silly, but somebody's <laughs> like, wow, you know, that, that's good shit or that's not, you know, whatever. I think that there needs to be more like, okay, like a program for men, like the husbands of these female entrepreneurs, like they need help. Like they need Skips. support. I want Skip to do it. He started doing it. I want Daniel stopped. to do it too. <laughs> It's so needed. It's so needed because need the women that we've become, we, we step into our becoming, like it's a lot of power. Men need to know how to, how to work with that. They do. And it's not like, who are they going to learn that from? Their fucking dads? Like, no. Right. Hell no. Please don't ask dad. Please yeah, don't, please don't ask, ask your dad. That's, that's not oh, the person. No. Right. Like no, and no. there needs to be some, like that needs to like enter the, like we're calling it in for the fucking zeitgeist. We're, right. Like somebody please open a fucking program for men that of like the husbands of the fucking female coaching industry, because they need support. They need a place to go. They need to be able to talk to somebody else. They need to have that like feedback because they don't have it in their everyday life. Like we forget mm -hmm. because we hang out with each other. We spend time with each other. And so we normalize this, but like they don't, they don't have the normalization because they're working their, their muggle jobs. You know, I mean, even though Daniel's an entrepreneur, I mean, and the money is good, but I mean, it's not like this, right? I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. 
it's totally fucking different when you're brick and mortaring versus, you know, playing, playing in the realms of $300,000 in fucking three weeks, you know, it's, 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 totally it's mind blowing something that came up. And then that's my last question. So you went through a lot too. And I think that's how we connected. Like we both have um kind of that soul sis, like we, we recognize like namaste, we recognize the past struggles and then where we are now. And I, that's what I, that's what I see in you. I res really respect that. And I honor you for that. Um, so with all of this change that you've been through, what was your self-care thing? What was your thing? I, I see you go to the ocean a lot. Like, what do you do when you're just fucking flipping out? Can't make a decision. Goddamn your mind's fucked. Like, what do you do? I mean, for me, this is like feet in the sand. Okay. It's like my, it's like my go-to from back when like I couldn't emotionally regulate at all. Like when everything was like fucking ripping itself to shreds and like in that moment, the only thing that could like calm me down was like, I would go up, I'm right next to Lake Tahoe. Right. So I would go up to Lake Tahoe and I would be by myself. Right. And I would just stand there with my feet like buried in the sand. And I would be like the cry, like the streaming crying, right. Like that just streaming oh, yeah. down my face and like just standing there, just like letting it like, like letting myself just not die for a minute. Right. Like that, that was all I could get to was like the, the semblance of like, I wasn't even trying to feel better. I was just trying to feel okay. Right. And yeah. so when I was in that space, like it was when I quit drinking, like I quit drinking. And so like, I had no emotional coping skills at the fuck all. Right. So my feelings were just like running me over. And so I would just stand there for like hours. Right. And so now it's like, I can visualize it and I don't even have to go. I can like visualize that. But for me, like something about like the ions of like sand, like the, the groundedness and then like being in front of the water, like something about that flow is really like calming to my nervous system. Um, and so I can replicate that now through vis visualization and I can do it like in the moment, you know, when you're on a sales call and you like need to like calm the fuck down. Right. <laughs> like I can do it then and there. But like that for me was like the training ground was like nature, like being in that space, but also just being alone. Like as someone who had kids super young, I had my kid when I was fucking 19 years old. Like I've literally like never been alone. I never learned how to be alone. And so like yeah. being with myself was really uncomfortable you know, of like yeah. having my, only my voice in my head was uncomfortable for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, girl. I tried to take so much shit and numb that motherfucker out, <laughs> you know, drink so much shit, snort shit, take shit, all of it. So no, I, I appreciate that because my girls are really going to um, appreciate hearing that because they hear it from me, but you know, if it's coming from you, that's like, okay, fine. It's one more person. And apparently it's true then. <laughs> they all think that, right. It's like, they need the confirmation look, bias. <laughs> God damn it. Right, I, I got I got one for you. Okay. So yeah. um at one point, I don't know, some time ago, I had like said something and I don't remember what the fuck I was teaching, but like some some sort of mindset derivative thing, right? And someone in my audience said to me, she said, Who did you learn that from? And I kind of like cocked my head to the side, right? Like where it was like, bitch, right? Like, and I'm like, what do you mean? Who did I learn that from? And I said to her, I said, do you think that people ask Joe Dispenza who that he learned that from? Like, they don't ask him that. Like, why don't they ask him that? Like, because they believe that like that authority line. I was like, what if all of us are qualified to receive this information and spit it the fuck out? We are all just as qualified as anybody else. Like nobody on this planet has it figured out. Like no one. Like, no, there's not like a guy at the top that's like, I know the secret and none of you guys know it. Like, we all know just as much as each other. Like, you don't right. need somebody to, to, you don't need to have learned it in a book in order for it to be true. Right. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah. Is she, I wonder if she like knows about um, invisible realms, spiritual stuff. Well, I think that people get this idea in their head where they just want a source of authority, you know, where it's like, oh, you read it in a book, so it must be true. It's like, you know that a person wrote the book, right? So what makes that person more qualified than any other person? Like nobody right. is more qualified than anybody else. Yeah. Like, like bitch, did you feel it? Did you feel that? It's true. <laughs> Did it feel good or not good? All right, then. There you go. <laughs> How do you know when something is true for you? What's your for What's me, your bone? <laughs> it just feels. It feels um, supportive. It feels good. It feels expansive, next level, uh, non restrictive. How did you learn to trust that? <laughs> Years of just practicing. Yeah, I mean, I think that 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 part was hard for me. Like being in the it is for everybody. It. it is for everybody, and, and I'm still there's ne there's levels to this shit. Man. I feel like it's easy for stupid people. <laughs> Why do stupid people believe their shit so much quicker than the rest of us? <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's where I question. I'm like, I think it's some delusional because you look at it. It's a lot of things in their life's not working, and I, you go like a lady the other day goes, "I'm gonna pray about it," and I said, "Honey, surely it's not the same like thing you've been praying to because it's not work. Seems like it hadn't worked out for you. I'd, I'd pray to something else." And she ended up signing up. <laughs> Well, you, know, you, I mean, you got to give people problem aware, you know, <laughs> I mean, shit, but no, it's just, um, w women are so powerful and we don't know it. And it's, 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 uh, I can't explain it. There's things that we haven't even begun to tap into because it's so scary. And once you start to just a little bit more, a little bit more and trust yourself more and you start to see things come in and you're like, okay, wow. I don't know. It's been years though. I mean, I've been trying to trust myself with this kind of stuff, probably actively, uh, 2010, maybe I've been working on like that part of it. Mm -hmm. What do you Fucking think? Weird. What do you think this is going to look like for us? I mean, we're in this space where we're doing multi six figure months, right? Like, but we have, you know, we're we're rolling. We've got we've got our audiences. We got all this shit. But, like, push the like the fast forward. Like, think of like the end of like a league of their own. Like when we're like little old ladies, you know. Like, what do you think this is going to look like for us? Like, when we're old, like, and we're like you know, looking back, like that's such a weird thought for me. Cause I do no want well, to operate for us. Well, that's how I operate. I'll usually go to that place and then channel back to my future former self. And then I'll see parts of myself that paths that I didn't take and what she needs now. Um, so I know that I'd like to be in philanthropy some way. I need a lot of fucking money for that, mm -hmm. but I have other, I have other things going on. Like there's this, you know, I got an app that's about to be done with workouts. I want some fucking leggings, Nicole. I can't find leggings and shorts that are like I want them. So <laughs> only option is I got to create some. Uh, that right. just came up because I want motherfucker. Um, you know, the books and all that stuff. You know, for me, is it, what is it going to turn into? Well, what, what the fuck do we want? You know, I think that a lot of things are going to shift and change. I do, I do know this. The, the frequency is similar. You remember 2012, the frequency shift? Yes. All right. That's going on right now. And whoever's on the, like, we're, to me, we're at, like, perfect time to have all of this going on. Um, and I think that there's, like, the old time, like, the old days where millionaires were like, oh, my God. And now it's almost like I think the billionaire will be the new millionaire. Yeah. that makes like sense. that normalization. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be so like far out of reach. I don't know that maybe, maybe we're just fucking like already in Looneyville and that's our reality. Maybe <laughs> it could be because there's probably still a reality where we're sitting there 
thinking 20 a month is a lot, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how fast it happens, right? It's like, you can make that ascension path so quickly. Like if you think about it in like percentages, right? Where it's like, okay, you, you go from making, you know, 5k a month, like in your nine to five, and then you have a 50k month, like you 10 X that shit, you know? And it's like, then you 10 X it again. And like all, you know, you're making $500,000 and like all these things like come in, like if you can do it once you can do it again. Right. Like, and arguably the first 10 X is the hardest going from, God damn. going from 5k to 50k. That's the hardest. Yeah, dude. Fuck. You know, and I will say that I have, I've matured in a way that um, I used to go, how fast can we get to 500? How fast can we get to 500 and normalize that? And then 700 and 700. And um, Whiting actually kind of got in my face about this. No, he didn't get in my face. He's so zen. But <laughs> uh, you need to be okay with uh, making like 100 grand a month, but keeping X amount. You just need to be okay with that. I don't know. And I saw what going really fast got me. Fuck, you know this, Nicole. I remember when I met you, you go, I've got to change this. Yeah, the fast money was great. But you're like, I'm going to kill myself because of this. We've all been there. Yeah. And now I see it. I'm like, all right. Here's what I'd like, but it's not going to feel like that. And if I've got to choose that, then I'm not going to choose that. I'm okay with going slower because I'm in it for the long game. Yeah. You know, so that feels better to me. I think that for me, it was like pressure, right? It was like the pressure to do better than I did last month, you know, where it's like, you always have to be like getting better, right? Like it was like that thing, like that shit was fucking, that was a brutal oh. one. That was a hard shift to fucking make. And it still comes up and I have to go, yeah. okay, who is this? And I'm like, okay, bitch, you're tired and you're going back to addiction. Like, stop. Because <laughs> it'll still come up because I'm like, oh, I got to do this. And I got, I'm like, fuck, who are you? Numbers, really? Go do your fucking job. That's going to be that. It still comes up, you know? But if you look at it, um, I think people see me as coming up quickly. Look how much you've changed so quickly. And I had to say, listen, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been bootstrapping this fucking shit since 2000 and goddamn eight. Like, you just met me since 2019. You think it's come so quickly. Yeah. After 2019, things started clicking. Sure. But no, yeah, yeah. no, and this well, wasn't easy for it's, it's not overnight for any of us, you know? And like that, like I have my clients come to me and I mean, sure, I get it. You saw the Facebook group go up. You saw a million dollars get made. Like it looked really fast. And you know what? For this business, it was, but I spent fucking 15 years banging my head against the fucking bar industry not working. Like it wasn't working. Like no one fucking listened to me. Like I was constantly like being told to sit down and shut up. Right. Like I was, I was fucking miserable, you know, and I right. gained a lot of fucking experience in those years. And I mean, I was raising kids and you know, my kid's dad was dying. Like, I mean, there was all this shit happening. Right. Like, and I went through fucking hell. Like I didn't like just wake up one morning and like make a million dollars. I took 15 years of really challenging fucking life experience and culminated it into something progressive like and yeah it worked really fast for me but also i was a consultant for million and billion dollar companies when i was 24 fucking years old like i learned shit and then applied it i have a lot of business fucking experience like okay. i didn't just like walk in here as somebody who you know didn't know where their butthole was and then just make a million dollars like i no had a lot shit. of skill sets i brought a lot of skill sets to the fucking table Thank you for saying that because I hate when girls say it was so easy. Like I really just thought this and here it was. I'm like, come on, girl, you are li like, I, I love that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't fuck with people like that. I need real, I need well, real I shit. Mean, like my me, real. Like, I mean, I love to see a fucking 22 year old bitch fucking slay it just as much as anybody else. But at the That's same not... time, the, you what the fuck, what do you have to offer me? Like what life experience can you share with me? What, what can you yeah. give me in this that, you know, 
Like, what have you been through? Like, those oh. are the kind of questions I need to, I need answered. I need to know what the fuck you've been through. And I, I like that Dan had a kid. You know, not many in the bro market have kids. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. that too. And I, I even like, I mean, I don't like this for him, but like, I even like that he had a challenging marriage situation where he was like working on it. And it also wasn't a thing where like, I see a lot of these dudes. Okay. And like, you know, I mean, some shade, I'm not going to say no shade. I'm going to say a medium amount of shade, right. Where these dudes are like, yeah, I'm like a dad, whatever. And like, they have a stay home, stay at home wife. Right. It's like, you have a stay at home wife who like probably irons your fucking whitey tidies for you. Like you basically have somebody like doing everything for you while raising your kids, like where you're free to be an entrepreneur. You can't compare that to a mom who is doing all the shit for the kids and ironing whitey tidies for her husband, right. While running her fucking business. Like there's a different level of depletion on the other side of the fence. Like it's yeah, this is a woman. We are wired differently. Just as a woman, it, our brains want to take care of things. Mm -hmm. It's who we are. So, you know, I feel you on that, man. I feel you. That's why I like uh, people like Kat Ruth out there in the industry. You know, she's she's like you. She's got the kids. She's had the challenge of marriage. I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying full support of, I need somebody to have um, a past that wasn't easy and they can give me some codes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that it's important. I think it's important to talk about that shit and not just make it all like sunshine and rainbows. It's like, the shit is not sunshine and rainbows. There's, there's fucking clouds on the other side. And like, you know, you gotta, you gotta work through that shit. And like, it doesn't just go away. Like you don't work through it one time and then you never deal with it again. Like you ascend and you become a different version of yourself. And that different right. version of yourself has a different perspective of your kid's dad dying. And so there's going to oh, be man. another fucking shift. There's going to be another shedding of the layers and thank fucking unicorn for that, because that's what gives us the transformational energy to fucking transmute into money. That's how it no, works. Absolutely. That's how it works, she says. <laughs> I love it. And to uh, anybody struggling out there, there's a flip side, an equal flip side to all the shit you're experiencing. There's an equal flip side. I wish somebody would told me that. Hey, Casey, for all this da -da 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 you're experiencing, there's this, there's an equal opposite here. You could just choose that and believe it's there for you. And da -da -da -da. that would have been great. And I think also like what I wish I would have known in the midst of all of that fucking bullshit, right? And I probably wouldn't have believed it, but it's this thing of like, this middle of the story part is is required. It, it's not it's not optional. Like you have to have the middle of the story where you cut your teeth and you fucking figure the shit out and you learn all this stuff because ultimately that's what allows me to serve my clients now. You know, I mean, it's not a pretty fucking story to talk about being raped at three different fucking ages, but because I was raped at three different fucking ages, I can serve a lot of women who went through that at three different ages and hopefully they only went through it once, right? Like, yeah, but that absolutely. qualifies me to help so many more fucking people. Same here. I just did some work on that this morning. I mean, there's always the things that we go through. It's just to help other people. And that's what it's about. We connect through pain, you know? So I love that. How long, um, how long, how long you want to go? Well, I got I got to, I got <laughs> Me too, me too, me too. Okay. All right. So Casey, so great for having you. Thanks for having me here. Like it's so, it's so awesome just to see your fucking face and to connect. And now we're kind of on the same coast. So maybe we should fucking hook up and do all the things, but tell everybody to take off their pants. Tell everybody why they got to take it. Why do you got to take off your pants? Take <laughs> off your motherfucking pants right now. Cause your ass is nice. Your ass is real nice, man. That's why you, you like got to take off your pants. Cause your ass is nice. Uh, all right, guys, thanks for joining us today. Get out there, do all of the motherfucking unicorn things and we'll catch you fucking later. more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button and remember, hashtag fuck pants.